it's morning. And that means it's time for Rotten Mornings. The best way to start your morning off rotten. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rotten Mornings. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, we have Matt and Brandy. Surprise! Oh, goodness, guys. Uh, You guys got your coffee? Actually, yes. That's fantastic. I I could go for a a big steaming cup of joe right now. I'm kind of struggling to to wake up this morning. We, uh, We had a pretty exciting day yesterday. Let's talk about that milestone. Yeah, man, we uh, <clears throat> we hit 2,000, and then we jumped all the way to 2,075. Uh, <clears throat> if we continue at this pace, uh, just so everyone knows, we will more than double our fan base by the end of the, of the month. Exactly. It's pretty exciting, man. Congratulations. Yeah, we, we are doing a kick-ass job. Okay, and uh, we saw a couple of things uh, yesterday. Uh, yes, we did. Uh, we saw the uh, Rotten Mornings heard. Heard. Yeah, we did. And uh, we had a very enthusiastic Matt for that one. Yes. <laughs> we had a less enthusiastic Jess for that one. Yeah, that's pretty much her base level. I mean, I'm so glad she was on it, though. I, uh, I, I I give her a hard time, but uh, I really enjoy Jess and and having her uh, finally be able to you know do a few more things with us. Uh, yeah, this season I know she's been busy, so having her out yeah. there has always been uh, great and uh, always the the incomparable Brandy. So it was a it was a good episode. Yes, it was. I enjoyed <laughs> it. I did too, um, and uh, it was a really good topic. It was. Yeah. Uh, uh, we will probably be continuing that series today, so I'm excited for that. Now, what else did we see yesterday? Uh, we saw the review for the Territorium. Yep, very, very good review. Uh, covered a lot of, of, of stuff on that one. And um, all three of us got to be there for that visit, too, so that was fun. Yeah, that was the first one that we've, we've gotten to do together this this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, I I really enjoyed that hunt. Yes, it's fun. I love that hunt. And then we had an episode of uh, We Are Not Alone. Yes. Well, we had an episode of Rotten Strips that was a special We Are Not Alone. I'm giving Matt shit. <laughs> uh, look, I really want to, like, I literally sat around trying to figure out what in the hell I was going to do for my episode. And I was like, dude, we just, we need to get this story out there. And then when I got to it, it was like, this is not going to work. There really wasn't enough time to do both. Uh, hey, I feel that. And uh, <laughs> I, I always love when things like that happen because, man, it's such a relief. Right. Well, I'm really glad that we managed to get that story down finally, because it's always been 
a story lurking in the back of our minds anyway. It definitely has some creepiness to it. And as I was retelling it, I could almost feel myself getting at like anxiety over it. I, as many times as I've heard that story, I have trouble hearing that story because I, I too uh, get anxiety hearing that story. Yeah, well, you were you were around for all that. I mean, we didn't even... Uh, when it comes to like all the different shit that happened, we barely scratched the surface on yeah, we all don't the remember, crazy shit. We don't even remember all of those <laughs> details. We really just kind of hit the, the big spot. Yeah. Uh, it was fun in that, uh, that episode where Matt's like, hey, I just want to point out that uh, I hate mirrors. And, uh, he, he didn't bring up the point that we all live together in Leeds. Uh, in a, and there was a room with a giant. I know, I know. Yeah, or that, and the, the fact there was a little bit more audio there where I talk about how I'm not saying I don't like looking at myself in mirrors, but I don't like sleeping in a room or just being in a room. And that yeah. Leeds room did fucking wig me out. Which yeah. is why he put the couch in front of it in the first place so he could keep his back to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then... And then, oh, you had the watch party. Good watch party. Yes, yes. Yeah. Had so, quite uh, a few new people tune in for that watch party. That's always fun. I think uh, in the live um, that you guys had uh, two nights ago, there was like 19 people watching at one point. Yeah. And I looked at it uh, not too long ago, and it already had like 349 views. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> well, we've got a few things coming up today. Yes, today we will have the review for, or uh, well, we have this, if you're listening to this. Rotten Morning. Uh, then later on, we'll have the review for uh, East Aboga Manor that we went to. Excellent. And after that, we will have, hopefully, another episode of Rotten Strips. Hey, fingers crossed. And fingers crossed. Yeah, and if it's if it's something else, uh, I've got a free pass, and so <laughs> I I do so enjoy that free pass, free pass, guys. Um, uh, we're getting close to the end of both the podcast and the rotten strips, and uh, right. I gotta tell you, I've had a blast. It has it has been a blast. I can't wait till it's over. <laughs> Yeah. It has been a blast, but it has also been exhausting. Uh, and I also can't wait till it's over. In fact, we might just end it early. In fact, <laughs> yesterday was the <laughs> last day. <laughs> the end. Well, Stay right. the <laughs> other thing that we've got coming up tomorrow is that, or today, excuse me, is that we'll be going live from Hellbilly Hollow with a lot of their actors down there and doing some fun stuff. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. So that should be very entertaining. Yeah. I don't really know a lot about that. Uh, somebody was going to send me some messages about it, but I didn't, I didn't get those today. Uh, That's weird. Yeah. It's also because it's morning. You know, nobody sent me yeah. this morning. We're just, we're <laughs> exactly. just waking up. Yeah. Well, I figured we'd talk about it in the future. So. Oh, okay. Probably after. Um, uh, in tomorrow's uh, episode of Rotten Mornings. <laughs> Uh, cool, cool. Well, uh, we hit all the things. We hit them. We hit them and talked about the milestone and upcoming uh, 
live? I mean, guys, what 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 else do you want us to give you? Yes, are you not entertained? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, I'm kind of surprised we got all that out there in under eight minutes. Oh, yeah, me too. We did good. You know what? We did good, guys. We should talk about how good we did for another two minutes. Well, I suppose we could. Matt's normally pretty good at that, but yep. he left the room, so. Thank God. Well, Guys, if uh, if you are joining us for our subnatural, uh, supernatural, damn you, Matt, <laughs> section, uh, that's coming up after the break. And for those of you who are leaving us now, you guys have a rotten morning. That's right, guys, coming right up, subpar natural. Stay rotten. Stay rotten. Here at Rotten Productions, we are huge fans of film. In the realm of film, there are horror films, and then there are horror stories about films. In this multi-part series, we explore cursed films. All right. So uh, that was a pretty good ad sponsor break. Thank you, ad sponsor. You're welcome. That was an intro. <laughs> Thank you, intro. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, this is the first time we have done a multi-part uh, uh, episode, a second part to an episode. I'm very excited about that. Just to kind of recap uh, from our last episode, we talked about... Three Men and a Baby, and the possible ghost story there, and then uh, took, uh, the film that possibly has uh, been associated with the death of many comedy legends. Yes. If you guys didn't check out that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. There's a lot of little details and things in there that are fantastic. Agreed. Now, uh, for the listener, I want to explain something. Uh, We go into these, and the general format is uh, I give Matt nothing and then surprise him with what the topic is. It works really well. It drives Brandy up the wall, and the fact that I haven't told the name of the films today is driving her nuts. Yes, you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm waiting to look something up so that I have something to say. That's that's totally fair. Uh, we'll be talking about two films today. Uh, the first one is The Passion of the Christ. Um, <clears throat> this is kind of considered a cursed film because the lead actor uh, for The Passion of the Christ was struck by lightning. Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times. That seems highly unlikely. Isn't that like the uh, attrition for blasphemy or something? I don't think he was struck twice. I think the lead actor was struck once, 
and then the assistant director was also struck immediately afterwards. Ah. So it was it was twice, but it was two separate people. Oh, that's that's still, uh, I you know, two people who have a struck by lightning story would be hard to find. Uh, two people that are on the same film would be. This is probably the only film that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah. Except, and I'm just thinking here, just spitballing. Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein? Huh? Ha ha ha. Well, actually, I'm looking at it now, and apparently the assistant director that got struck had previously been struck by lightning uh, on set, actually. So he had he did get struck twice. Yes, but not on that set, I don't think. Oh, I see. So he's been on two movies where he's been struck by lightning, and uh, the second film where he was struck by lightning, someone else was also struck by lightning. Yes. Maybe this isn't a cursed film. Maybe this is a cursed assistant director. Right. Because <laughs> I like the jerk. You don't have defective cans, buddy. You got a defective human. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny. We actually had a previous roommate that had been struck by lightning multiple times. Really? Yes, yes. Rob. He became like a lightning rod after getting struck once. Really? Mm-hmm. Did he have the lightning tattoos? <laughs> I don't um, know what that means. No. Okay, so a lightning tattoo is uh, usually like when lightning strikes you, the uh, electricity will run across your skin and will basically do a scarification in the shape of that lightning strike. I do not know. Yeah. Uh, It doesn't happen to everyone. Uh, it, It happens a little bit easier with people who have a tendency to keloid. Um, but, uh, anybody is susceptible to it. It does make that lightning is so weird. Have you guys ever seen the lightning, uh, crystals formed when lightning strikes the beach? I don't think so. So when lightning strikes the sand at the beach, it superheats it. Yeah. It superheats it and turns it into glass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, glass is mostly sand anyway, so that kind of makes sense. It's yeah. sand, heat, and pressure. So, I don't know that that's a classic hit, Matt. But it I is now. You're, you're trying to bring it back. <laughs> cool. So uh, that's that's basically uh, considered a cursed film because they're they're making a film about a religious character. And on this film, um, a couple of people are, are struck by lightning, which are considered, uh, to use the euphemism, acts of God. Blasphemous! Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, that's, a, that's a neat story. It's a neat thing that happened on a film, uh, kind of considered a, a cursed film. The next film that we're going to talk about is not neat. It's interesting, but not neat at all. Uh, We're going to be talking about a film called The Conqueror. Okay? Okay. Now, if you're not familiar, 
with the story of, of the conqueror of Wyatt's <laughs> curse. Uh, after the film was made, 220 cast and crew members uh, I'm sorry, of the 220 cast and crew members, 91 <laughs> of them got cancer. Huh. Yeah. So <sighs> people are like, what the hell? Like they started like like tracing this and like contact tracing, like how this person has cancer and this person has cancer and this person has cancer and this person has cancer. And they were all working on this film called The Conqueror. So that's uh that's pretty astronomical odds. I don't think we're gonna find a movie with that high of a kill count associated with it. Yeah, true. So, the science behind that is that uh, the film, it was uh, filmed in 54, and it was filmed uh, near Yucca Flat, Nevada, where they had been doing the atomic testing range. Right. Yeah. So, they had radiation poisoning. Radiation. And well, that has a. I mean that that sounds a lot more likely than a curse. I would say. Yeah, uranium uh, fever has gone and got me down. Uh, so I it it, it is a tragedy, uh, but it, it's considered well a a cursed film because of the amount of deaths uh, associated yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty wild. You know, a lot of people didn't realize, like, the the negative effects of radiation. You remember, or uh, you wouldn't have remembered, we're, we're, we're not that old, but uh, in the, like, 50s, like, they were putting radiation in stuff. Like, you get radiation toothpaste. Yeah. Uh, and, like, radiation gum, radiation chewing gum. Like, that was a thing. Like, they, they thought that radiation was the new... Uh, Charcoal that you know, yeah, using charcoal now. Back then, they used radiation. Well, I guess it's better than leeches, maybe. No, not really. Yeah, I, I think, uh, aren't leeches still used in, in certain like in some places? Yes, certain counter. I think that like the leeches, uh, at one time was like to suck the humors out or the, the bad thing out but then like they realized hey this actually you can use leeches to suck out snake venom or you know well it's mainly sucking out your blood so whatever is in your blood it will suck out it's just also taking your blood yeah so very you might not need your blood sucked out in order to be healed or cured that is true I don't need either of those things. <laughs> um, cool. Well, I mean, that was the two that we wanted to talk about uh, today. Uh, not as riveting as as yesterday. But well, still. that will make this a very short episode unless you want to add another one to that list. Should we add one more? Guys, let's add one more, okay? Like, who are you talking to? Uh, you guys. Me. Oh, yeah. oh, my bad. I was listening. 
So let's talk about the uh, the curses or the the strange things uh, in relation to what's considered the most cursed movie ever made, Rosemary's Baby. Ooh. Yeah, and like that is considered the most cursed hit movie. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about the poltergeist and the exorcist and how those uh, also have these crazy horror stories behind them. But uh, Rosemary's Baby had hospitalizations. Uh, it had oh, it, 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 I forgot all about it. it in Rosemary's Baby, the the uh, director's uh, pregnant wife was murdered by the Manson family. Oh yeah, yeah. Tate. Yeah. So there was was a lot of things that happened with that. The, uh, the composer of the film, he died from a fall. Uh, the producer, uh, had like severe kidney stones and barely survived. Uh, Damn. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. Uh, we talked about a couple of films that that aren't horror films. Hello. So I was saying is, as we get into the horror films, um, we're we're talking about films that create fear and just like the haunts that we were talking about when you have something that creates fear and you you're basically manufacturing fear you are a fear farmer then there are things that will come to graze upon that fear true would you say that's a fair statement yeah for sure i dude have you ever worked a haunt that you didn't get creeped out about something at the haunt that wasn't related to a, a fear that you were supposed to be making? You mean, have I ever worked at a haunt and not been frightened of something that wasn't haunt-related but was still in the haunt? Yes. Definitely. Every haunt I worked at was like that. There's just so much energy in the place. It's wild, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and, I don't know, man. Like, uh, you think about, like, haunts and you put, like... Um... So you have like a dark, creepy hallway and you're like, okay, cool. I've got a nice, dark, creepy hallway. And then you walk down the dark, creepy hallway and you're like, holy shit, there's something creepy about this. Well, yeah, there's something fucking creepy about it. You made a creepy hallway. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I, you did your job well. You scared the shit out of yourself. Agreed. I've been uh I've been riding around with these two skeletons in my my backyard on my back seat my backyard. I don't know it's, what that means. It's close enough. Yeah, uh, I've been, I've had these two skeletons in my backside. Uh, <laughs> they're in my my uh back. There is a fucking spider about to kill me. Hang on, holy shit! And I'm in ah. a hurricane. <laughs> um, nope, didn't get him. Oh, oh god! Oh, holy shit! Oh shit! Okay. Uh, and like, periodically, they just scare the shit out of me. So, I guess like I I created a scare good enough to scare me. 
Yep. <laughs> and they're apparently uh, porting in spiders to attack you. Yeah. So, hey, uh, just adding to it. Um. So, as we talk about horror films that are cursed, I, I don't think it's any surprising thing that that they are, you know? Well, I think with a lot of that, if you look at a film and you look at, say, 200, 300 different people working on one film, with enough research, you can find things that happen to all those people. And you can link it back to the film. But it's easier to do if it's a horror film because of the theme, you're already in that kind of mood. Agreed. And not to mention the fact that in Rosemary's Baby's case specifically, uh, the guy making the film and writing the books was known to be a Jewish atheist and lots of people we're lashing out curses at him for making this movie and going this path. Yeah. That's a weird thing. A Jewish atheist? Well, that's that's what he was called by a lot of people anyway. Well, I mean, a Jewish atheist, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, the Cross. David Cross is a Jewish atheist. How how is that a thing? If you're born Jewish, you're Jewish. So you can be Jewish, which means you follow the Jewish faith and be an atheist of that faith? No, if you're born Jewish, you are just considered Jewish. It doesn't matter if you believe in the faith or not. Oh, okay. You're yeah. born into that religion. Okay then. You can also become you can also choose Judaism, but if you're born from a Jewish family, you are you are Jewish. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. They actually it's it's weird they talk about it in the uh, movie uh, that um religious uh the guy from hbo did oh, bill maher bill maher because bill maher is like a really really big time atheist and his uh, mom's like well that's fine you can be an atheist but, but you're, you're still, still a jew so you're still jewish so he didn't even get to stop being a jewish person no nope. <laughs> <laughs> well yep Okay, history. Well, guys, uh, this has been the second episode of of our uh, very riveting cursed film series. Do you guys uh, you guys have anything else to add about this? That's all I got. I'm 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 good to go. I think that's it. Yeah, wasn't one as much material in these, and that's okay. Uh, guys, we got a lot more broadcasting coming up throughout the day, so. You guys stay tuned and stay rotten. Stay rotten. Stay rotten.